Before we begin our Torah study, let's pray together. Baruch Atah Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam Asher Kitshanu B'Mitzvotah V'Tzivanu L'Asor B'Divrei Torah Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the Universe, who sanctifies us with His commands and commands us to engross ourselves in the words of Torah. Amen. Last week we talked about where we are in the Bible as the Messianic community. And it is our uh, fifth, I believe. Our yes, so five. Wow. Five weeks about Messianic Judaism. I don't know how many weeks we have. But I believe it's a blessing for us to learn, to study, to, uh, to look in the scriptures where we are. What's our calling? Where are we going? What is our future? What the Lord is prepared for us as a messianic community? And I would like to say something before we go forward. The Lord loves you so much. His heart is for you. He's full of love, full of love and mercy and compassion. And he has a beautiful plan for your life. And I believe it is an honor and a joy to be part of Messianic community because we can find ourselves in the scriptures. Amen. And it's a beautiful thing to be a part of body of Messiah, the greater part of the body, the great part of the body of Messiah. Multiple believers, millions of believers who believe in Yeshua our Lord. So it is a beautiful time to be here and beautiful time to learn about Messianic Judaism. Also, I want to remind you, it is my perspective, and I'm sure that there's more than one perspective on Messianic Judaism. So if you agree with me, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> if you disagree with me, oh, two Jews, three opinions. Oh, wait, what to do? At least be nice, it's good. Always good to be nice. So today's topic is very informative and full of interesting historical events. It is, it is it's a blessing. So I call it the dry bones. I want to talk about Israel's physical and spiritual restoration described in the book of Ezekiel. In Judaism, Christianity and Islam, Ezekiel is acknowledged as the Hebrew prophet. The name Ezekiel means God is strong. And we need to believe in the Lord who is strong, because the, our Lord is strong. So he began to prophesy in 30, being in Babylonian captivity in 592 BC. So if you are 30 years old, it's not too late for you to begin prophesying right at the time. And if you're older, you still can learn how to prophesy. Because it's not about you, it's about the Holy Spirit and His gifts. So, let's take a look at Ezekiel chapter 36 and chapter 37. If you can stay with me through these chapters, it will be wonderful. I call these chapters from the Bible the road map of humankind. Because it consists of one of the most ex explicit prophecies about the future of Israel 
and the role of the messianic movement in the spiritual restoration of the Jewish people. It is roadmap. Um, I have a beautiful app on my phone. It's called Google Map. <laughs> I can tell you, it helps a lot. Helps a lot. Specifically when you're in the some place you don't know where to go. It's really a beautiful thing to have something like that. Do you remember old school? Who used uh, the maps? <laughs> you need to have you need to have at least three people in the car, yeah? One is driving and two are talking to each other where to go, yeah? Specifically in Washington area, New York areas, so, you know, all these places. So here's the roadmap for us believers in Yeshua the Messiah, Messianic movement. So chapter 36, let us read a few verses from this chapter. Verse 22 to verse 24. And it is a beautiful, important, powerful prophecy. Therefore say to the house of Israel, Thus says Adonai Elohim, I do, I do not do this for your sake, house of Israel, but for my holy name. Some people, when they read this place, they said, okay, is it about love of God or what, what's going on here? It's not about that. It is because we are human. Sometimes we not accomplish our part of things. We can be unfaithful or sinful but the Lord doing it not because of us or our righteousness, but, but because of His holy name. Amen. You know what does it mean? He will do it anyway. <laughs> he will do it anyway. It is His plan. He stands behind His words. But for my holy name, which you profaned among the nation wherever you went. I will sanctify my great name, which has been profaned among the nations, which you have profaned among them because of our sins. The nations will know that I am Adonai the Lord. It is a declaration of Adonai of the Lord. When I am sanctified in you before their eyes, and verse 24. For I will take you from the nations, gather you out of all the countries, and bring you back to your own land. Wow. It is not from us. It is not from people. It is not from our holiness. Or it is not from our perfectness. I know that we are perfect, but <laughs> sometimes not so. It is because of the Lord, His declaration and His holiness. He is doing that. We can see that this part of the prophecy speaks of the physical restoration of the Jewish state of Israel and about the fact that after a long time of dispersion and shame, the Lord will again gather the Jewish people in their land. It is prophecy way before it happened. So let us continue chapter, this chapter from verse 25. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean 
from all your uncleanness and from all your idols. Moreover, I will give you a new heart, a new heart. I will put a new spirit within you. I will remove the stony heart from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my Ruach, my spirit, within you. Then I will cause you to walk in my laws, so you will keep my rulings and do them. It's a beautiful place. The Lord says, I will do that. It is me who will do that. And it's about New Testament, New Covenant. I will do that. I will put my spirit inside of you. Then you will live in the land that I gave you to your fathers. You will be my people, and I will be your God. The second part of Ezekiel's prophecy speaks of the spiritual rebirth of the Jewish people. The Lord promises to put the Holy Spirit into the hearts of the Jews and lead them to spiritual awakening and the knowledge of the Lord. It is His part. He promised it. And He is doing it. Now I will invite you to open the 37th chapter of the book of the prophet Ezekiel and re read the detailed description of how this will happen. So here's the road map. So this chapter contains three parts of God's unique plan for the Jewish people, for us. Three parts. I named this part Galut or Exile. It's the first part. Galut or Exile. The second part, Aliyah or Ascent or Return. And the third part, Teshuvah. Repentance. Turning back. Returning back. So the first part of Gal is Galut or exile. And let us read Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 1 through verse 3. Here's the Ezekiel, great prophet. He's standing in God's presence. And he sees this vision, this picture. The hand of Adonai was upon me. The Ruach Adonai, Spirit of the Lord, carried me out and set me down in the middle of the valley. It was full of bones. It was not a beautiful picture there. Very difficult vision. He led me all around them. Behold, there were many, very many of the, on the floor of the valley. Behold, they were very dry. Let us say it together, very dry. Very which means no life in it, no hope, very dry. Then he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? I answered, <laughs> and you know, remember, he's, he was a Jew. <laughs> I answered, Adonai him, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes when the Lord asks you to do something, you say, you know, Lord, you remember Moses, yeah? The same idea. I won't go, let him go. <laughs> you know, Lord, you know. So, an exile, in Hebrew, Galut, is the dispersion of Jews 
out of their ancient ancestral homeland, the land of Israel, and their settlement in other parts of the globe. This term usually refers to the period from the destruction of the Second Temple in Jerusalem to the establishment of the State of Israel. It called this time called Galut or Exile, a difficult time. The Jewish, Jewish teachers view these times as the times of a persecuted and homeless nation. Over a long period of our history, the vast majority of Jews were cut off from our land of Israel for many centuries. The concept of Galut has gone through certain stages in the course of Jewish history. From the perception of Galut as expulsion from the homeland, it is the first stage, the loss of independence and the destruction of the temple to the concept of Galut Shekinah, exile of the glory, presence of God. That is the temporary withdrawal of the divine presence, Shekinah, from the Holy Land, is the second part of Galut. In the Torah, the expulsion of the people from the land of Israel is one of the most terrible punishments for violating the divine covenant. It's a terrible punishment. And therefore, some rabbis compare exile with the expulsion of Adam after breaking the commandments of the Lord. You remember the story. They taught that the suffering caused by galut or exile is equal to all other torments put together. It is like death and the abyss. In exile, Israel is a beggar devoid of all pride. Why I read this definition? I read this definition of Galut so that we can understand the full death of sorrow and suffering that the Jewish people experienced after the destruction of the Second Temple and the forced scattering over the face of the earth for many centuries. It was a horrible, a difficult time of persecution. A very shameful time. These were terrible times for our people. Therefore, Ezekiel compares the Jewish people to dry bones. This is why it starts with dry bones. It was a horrible time. And when Ezekiel saw these bones, he understood the deafness, deafness of, of tragedy. It was a horrible time, time of gold. Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 11. Then he said to me, the Lord said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried up. Our lost, our hope is lost. Can you imagine, when we go through difficult times, we have hope. The hope sometimes is the last one we have. The hope. The hope is always in front of us. When it's dark thing, dark place, the hope is like a light in front of us. It carries us forward. And here it says, our hope is lost. No hope. 
hopelessness. We are cut off by ourselves. Rabbi Shaul, Apostle Paul, prophetically wrote about these difficult times. He saw the Jewish people's future exile and explained the great plan of the salvation for humanity through this. And this is a very important place for all believers, I believe. It's Romans chapter 11, verse 7 through verse 12. Here's the uh, Apostle Paul, Rabbi Shaul's understanding of these times. What then? What Israel is seeking, it has not obtained. But the elect obtained it, and the rest were hardened. Just as it is written, God gave them a spirit of stupor, eyes do not see and ears do not hear, until this very day. And David says, let their own table become a snare and a trap, a stumbling block and a retribution for them. Let their eyes be darkened so they do not see and bend their back continually. Verse 11, there's hope, there's future, there's a blessing. I say then, they didn't stumble so as to fall, did they? May it never be. And here's the important part. But by their false step, salvation has come to the Gentiles. Amen. But because of this, salvation has come to the Gentiles. To provoke Israel to jealousy. Now, if their transgression leads to riches for the world, and their loss reaches for the Gentiles, then how much more their fullness? Let us say together, how much more their fullness? So, I want to share a few, a few interesting thoughts from this passage, Rabbi Shon passage. First, God gave them a spirit of stupor because of their disobedience, according to the Paul. As a result, salvation came to all the peoples of the earth. And then, and when Jewish people were expelled from their land, it is Jewish people, they carried the good news throughout the Roman Empire, throughout the world. Think about it. Messianic believers, Messianic Jews, were first who took the good news of Messiah, and went to the nations of the world with this great, beautiful, wonderful news of salvation in Yeshua the Son. If you think about it, uh, what do you think? How uh, Apostle Paul looked like? Somebody said like, uh, like a surfer, surfer from California. <laughs> I think he was a Jewish rabbi. He was a Jewish rabbi. And when he went to Ephesians or Corinthians, they looked at him and didn't see them, him as a teacher of some other religion. They saw him as a Jewish rabbi. Rabbi, why are you here? 
Why are you talking about your Jewish Messiah? Is it important for us or not? Yes, it is important for you. Again, as a result, salvation came to all the peoples of the earth through Jewish people who believed in Yeshua the Messiah. The third thing, their fall was a sacrifice for the sake of all humanity because all the peoples of the earth were enriched and received blessings, salvation, Torah, Jewish prophets, and the Jewish Messiah Yeshua. It was a great sacrifice for our people to bring salvation to all the peoples of the earth. And this is why Gentiles, or Gentile part of the church or congregation, should be faithful to the Jewish people, thankful to the Jewish people, which is why anti-Semitism is a great evil. It is a great evil. It is like somebody gave his life to save you, and you hold him in contempt instead of being grateful. Okay, the next part. The plan of the Lord does not end there. So let's look at the second part. And I promise you we won't go along today. Because we have 20 pages or 30 pages. (laughs) Go fast. So the second part, Aliyah. Let's say Aliyah. In Hebrew is uh, literally ascent. It is the immigration of Jews from the diaspora to the land of Israel. Aliyah. So, Ezekiel 37, verse 4 through verse 8. Here's the continuation. It is not only about dry bones, but here's the future. Do you remember how, how it ended, verse 3? I don't know, Lord, how you say it. It's up to you. And the Lord answered him. Prophesy over these bones, he said to me. Say to them... Dry bones, hear the word of Adonai. Thus says Adonai Elohim to these bones, Behold, I will cause Ruach, the Spirit, to enter you, so you will live. To these dry bones. I mean, when you look at dry bones, you don't think about living person. But in the eyes of the Lord, everything is possible. And remember, there was no hope for dry bones. They lost their hope. I will attach tendons to you, bring flesh on you and cover you with skin. Then I will put breath in you. You will live. You will know that I am Adonai. So I prophesied just as I was commanded. As I prophesied, there was a noise. And can you imagine this situation? Dry bones everywhere. There was a noise. And behold, an earthquake. Then the bones came together, bone to its bone. I don't know how old was he at that moment. Probably he had gray hair after this vision. (laughs) I saw and behold... There were tendons on them. Flesh came up and skin covered them above. But there was no breath in them. And remember, Aliyah. Aliyah ascended 
is the immigration of Jews from the diaspora to the state of Israel. Tradition described as the act of going up towards the Jewish holy city in Jerusalem, towards the temple. Moving to the land of Israel or making Aliyah is one of the most basic tenets of Zionism. So the prophet Ezekiel described God's sovereign action to restore dry bones as the miracle of the restoration of Israel after nearly 2,000 years of exile. A miracle. The prophet Isaiah also described this event. It is Isaiah chapter 66. And I'm excited about this very much. I'm happy about it. Isaiah 66, verse 8. Read for yourself at home, please. Don't forget this chapter. Who has seen such things? Can a land be born in one day? Can a nation be brought forth at once? Is it possible? For as soon as Zion was in labor, she gave birth to her children. <laughs> Will I bring the moment of birth and not give delivery, says Adonai? Will I who cause delivery shut up the womb, says the, our, your God? Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad with her, all who love her. Rejoice for joy with her, all who are mourned over her. For you will nurse and be satisfied, satisfied from her comfort and breast. You will drink deeply and delight from the, her glorious abundance. Wow. The Israeli Declaration of Independence was proclaimed on May 14, 1948. Based on UN General Assembly Resolution Number 181 and adopted on November 29, 1947. In one day, the Lord gave birth to our people. Stay An unprecedented and amazing event took place. The state of Israel was born in one day, literally in one day. It's a miracle of miracles. It is a sign of the last days, of the last time. This is one of the main signs of the end times and the second coming of our Messiah Yeshua. Remember we said about road man. Here's your turn. <laughs> turn left, <laughs> turn right. Not be stupid, turn right. Not be stupid, turn right. <clears throat> Go back. <laughs> You're too late. <laughs> well, when we look at this miracle, we can know with certainty that God is alive and faithful to his people. Um, Luke chapter 21. Can we open together? We see the words of Yeshua about these times. And... Uh, it is a beautiful, beautiful promise from the Lord about the restoration of our people, our nation. I would like to read it. 
And this is the last place of scripture for today for us. And the next Shabbat we have a beautiful, another beautiful part. We will look at the prophecies and accomplishment of the prophecies and revival in this, uh, in this land. Revival through the body of Messiah, about Messianic Judaism. Uh, it will be very interesting, but I won't say what I will teach next time. You need to. So, but when you see Jerusalem surrounded by air armies, then recognize that her desolation is near. Verse 20. Verse 20, Luke 21. Then those in Judea must flee to the mountains, and those inside of the city must get out, and those in the countryside must not enter her. For these days are the days of punishment. To fulfill all that has been written, woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. For there will be great distress in the land and wrath on these people. They will fall by the edge of the sword and be led away captive into the, all the nations. Jerusalem will be trampled by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. They're already fulfilled. They have Jerusalem as the state of Israel. Verse 25. Here's what happened next. There will be signs in the sun and moon and stars and upon the earth nations will be confused by the roaring of the sea and its waves. Yeah, it's kind of not pleasant. Yeah, specifically we live in, in Florida. <laughs> Too close to us, yeah? Yeah, we can't expect things, but yeah. People will lose heart from fear and anticipation of what is overtaking the earth. For the powers of, of the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in the cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to happen, stand straight and lift up your hands. Because your salvation is near. Wow. So verse 24 states that the restoration of Israel with Jerusalem is as her capital will mean the end of the times. And it will be interesting times. So let us uh, uh, stop right here. And the next Shabbat we'll talk about historical issues, historical things, restoration of Yah and revival in the body of Messiah. So let us stand together. And I would like to invite uh, Ina. She's here. Probably she's with children today. And Kendall, Derek, and Rachel. Let these words wash over you and let them carry you until next Shabbat. Let them be a constant reminder that the Lord loves you and that he's with you through your entire week. Amen? Amen.
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you His peace. Yivarecha Adonai v'yishmarecha Yair Adonai p'navazecha v'yechunecha Yisadonai Adonai p'navazecha V'yasem lecha Welcome to join our event.